Hello, I am Joyce Johnson, author, speaker, sales champion, and coach. Welcome to Let's Talk About It, hashtag college life, the podcast where we discuss opportunities and challenges that college students experience during their college journey. Thank you for listening. Again, welcome to Let's Talk About It, hashtag college life. Today, we have our guest, Jasmine Thomas, on the line. Hi, Jasmine. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Joyce. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Jasmine, tell our audience a little bit about where you're from, where you attend college, and what you're currently up to. Okay. Well, my full name is Jasmine Thomas. I am a junior international studies major with a minor in journalism. Currently um, attending Summer College. Um, I am originally from Coral Springs, Florida. It's maybe 30 minutes north of Miami to give you a little bit of a, you know. Okay. Um, You're fading out a little bit. So um, you said that you, say that again. What was your major at at Spelman? I am an international studies major. Awesome. And what was the minor? Journalism. Journalism. My fave. I was a journalism major. Yes. Uh, it's great. It's great. I love it. I love it. Um, I take all my journalism classes at Morehouse. Spelman doesn't actually offer any journal, like a, a very broad journalism program. So I go yes. over to Morehouse for all of my programs. Oh, that's nice. And so you guys share programs together, courses between Spelman and Morehouse? Yes. Yes. The beauty of being in, a, in the AUC, Atlanta University uh, Center Consortium, is that you can cross-register at uh, either Clark Atlanta or Morehouse College, depending on, you know, your class interest. If one school doesn't necessarily offer a class, you can always take it if um, another school offers it. I, I love that. I think that's awesome. And that the schools are so close and that you're able to do that. You yes. know, I know sometimes classes get canceled or rescheduled and then you're waiting to graduate, right? So if you can go take yeah. it at the other campus, then that's that's great. Yeah. So convenient. Well, well, Jasmine, um, I know now you're talking to us today. You're in Spain, correct? Yes, I am. I'm in Spain. I'm in Barcelona specifically. Barcelona. So talk to the audience a little bit about um, how did you get there? What program are you a part of? Um, Well, as an international studies major, it's a requirement for us to spend a semester abroad in um, the country of your choice. So um, I knew that at Spelman, it didn't, they didn't necessarily, I guess, offer a lot of journalism and communications opportunities. So what I did in order to gain the experience that I need in order to be competitive in the journalism um, field, I found a place abroad that had a journalism and communications program, hence me being here. And, you know, I also have um, a love for the Spanish language. I love Spanish. It's my favorite class in school. Um, So I felt like Spain was the perfect place for me. And so I'm here. (laughs) Awesome. So you're bilingual. I am on the way to being bilingual. Um, (laughs) You know, I guess there's, there's only so much that you can really learn when you're in America speaking a language and, you know, I guess Spanish, I only really speak Spanish one or two hours a day. Not many of my friends speak Spanish, uh, but here being immersed into the culture and having to speak it at all times, you're kind of forced to learn it. So I learned so much since I've gotten to Spain. I remember like the first couple of days I was here, I couldn't even finish a sentence. And now I'm telling my host family, the family that I live with, like little stories about my day. My language oh, is great. Really- 
Yes, my language is really, really, really um, getting better. And it's only been three weeks that I've been here. Oh, that that's amazing. I love that. I always tell people I've taken more Spanish than the law allows. <laughs> and I just have not grasped it. My sister's bilingual. Mm-hmm. My brother um, speaks a little bit. And my right. sister, I think, you know, for her, she used to watch a lot of soap operas. And then she would talk to the other teachers who taught ESL courses to keep up mm-hmm. with her Spanish. So that may be some ideas for you to keep up with yes. the language once you return home. Yes. I, I know it's always been one of um, my dreams to take a whole summer and, and rent a house and take my nieces to Mexico or something so we can just right. speak Spanish. Yes. Right. Every day and love uh-huh. it. Right. Yes. yes. And so you're with a host family. T- tell us about that experience and how did you find this family or did they find you? Um, well, through my study abroad program, you know, of course, we have to have somewhere to live and that is incorporated within the program. So they, I guess, handle all the business of finding people that are willing to, host, you know, families that are, or I mean, host students that are uh, foreign exchange students. So I get you had three options um, of whether you wanted to stay in a homestay, an apartment, or a dorm. So I guess it was just based on demand. Of course, dorms and apartments had a little bit more of a high demand because, you know, as a college student, you just, you're kind of yearning for independence and all of these things. But um, about being here, I was really trying to get out of it. <laughs> I was kind of, I was a little bit uh, nervous to come abroad. So I was trying to avoid it as as in as many ways as possible, but of course I could not avoid it. And it was destined for me in this homestay because I applied semi-late. So there was nothing left but homestays. But now that I'm here, I could not have imagined being in any other different type of housing. Dorms, apartments would not have worked for me. I love staying with a homestay family. I just, I love it. How many people is it? Um, it's only um, a husband and wife. They have two kids, but they're older. They've moved out. Okay. So. Oh, well, I'm sure you're loving that. You get to be spoiled a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it is great. They did cook for me twice a day, and I don't have to worry about cooking. Um, you know, it's what more can you ask for? They ask. They they speak Spanish, which is part of the huge reason why my Spanish is progressing so fast is because I talk to them every single day at dinner, tell them about my day. It's just it's so beneficial for me. I love it. That's great. I'm sure your parents can appreciate the fact that you're with a family as well. Yes, yes, they do. So that, you know, every, everything happens for a reason. So the fact that it's working out so well, exactly. that was meant for you. Yes, it was favor, I guess, divine favor. Yes. So tell me, why, what made you decide, um, decide to study international studies and, and journalism? What's your, what's your end game? What is it that you're hoping to accomplish upon graduation? Um, well, I initially started as an economics major and that, necessar- that wasn't necessarily my, my niche. So I tried international studies and I just fell in love with like the, the philosophy of it all. It was just kind of, it's, it's really an umbrella type of major where you get knowledge in all different types of uh, subjects and politics and economics and philosophy and things of that nature. So it was really great. And just for my own self-knowledge, it gave me a lot of, you know, I guess a lot of extra self-knowledge. And journalism, journalism is my real, um, journalism journalism is my real passion. I love, you know, 
writing and of course speaking and things of that nature my end goal is to become a a, a news anchor um either in sports or entertainment um and i also love production i'm in the maroon tiger which is the student-led um journalism organization at morehouse college and you know when i joined that i just kind of fell in love with the whole entire um with the entire uh business of it all so yeah, that's my that's my angle. Well, that's awesome. And you know, and and you know, one thing that would probably give you an, an edge or mm-hmm. you know, um a little bit above the competition is that you are bilingual or you will be. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, one of the things that I loved about Chris Bosch, I always said he was my favorite king when I lived in Miami. Mm-hmm. Of the three kings on the Miami Heat team, in case some people don't know what I'm speaking of, um, but it was that he was bilingual and that he could go and interview with the Spanish media after the game. Yes, yes, that is very right. impressive. Love it. And that and that expands your brand to a whole different level um, of engagement and people and fans and and opportunities. Right, so, right. Um, you know, I, I do recommend that you keep up with that and think about where you can maybe, um, if, you know, if you're, you're having trouble initially landing within the U.S. or on a, you know, your everyday type of um, TV station, maybe going um, over to one of the Spanish stations would be beneficial. Exactly. It opens up a huge door. Absolutely. Because you'll be able to go and cover all areas of news and then still mm-hmm. translate. Exactly. Exactly. It's the beautiful thing about language. Breaks that's barriers. The, that's the beautiful thing about language, right? Yes. So well, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thank you so much. You, you know, I know you're um, I hear you're pretty active in, in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Let's talk about some of the activities that you um, are participating in and how do you manage all of that within your schedule? Well, current, well, I guess in my home, are you talking about abroad or in my homeschool? In your homeschool. Okay. And let's, let's touch on both because I'm sure you've hopped right in over there as well. Yes, yes. It's just like a full semester here as well. So I'll start with my homeschool at Spelman. Um, like I said previously, I am um, involved in the Maroon Tiger, specifically Tiger TV, which is the uh, television and videography production portion of the Maroon Tiger. Um I am an anchor as well as um, a producer sometimes. I, I dibble and dabble in producing. I haven't hit that level of um, seniority yet, but I will be there next next year. Um, I do that as well as community service. Um, I'm normally a coach for Girls on the Run, which is a, you know, a, a young female empowerment organization um, that has a base in Atlanta. Um, so basically what I do there as a coach, I... I, how do I say, I, I instruct like a, a, a group of girls um, through various physical activities that also improve their self-esteem. So oh, um, I really, yes, I love that. I love the girls. They're so great. Um, so yeah, that's one of my favorite things that I do. Um, on top of that, I'm in Gifted Girls of Grace, which is also another community service organization that also, um, is dedicated to the advancement of women, of young women. So do various activities to uh, for female empowerment, young female empowerment. Um, I've been in there, I've been in that organization for a year now. Um, and I love it. I love it. It's great. So those three things are my main um, focuses. And I'm also a part of Morehouse More Green, 
which is an environmental awareness uh, organization at Morehouse, but it's uh, within the three schools. So um, balancing all of that can be tough at times, but one thing that really helped me was writing down, writing out my schedule. I use Google Calendar and Google Calendar is my literal best friend. I Every single thing that I do, every meeting. Best friend. <laughs> is great. Every meeting, every homework assignment, every project, every paper is all in Google Calendar. And I have to stick to the schedule. I just have to stick to it. There's nothing that I could possibly do to, you know, avoid that schedule. That's just what I have to do. Um, so I kind of had trouble sticking to the schedule at first. But, you know, when, when, when the grades are calling, when the homework is calling, you, you start to, you know, schedule, you start to stick to that schedule so you make sure that your things are, you know. Absolutely. And it's so important to manage a schedule because, you know, you have to check a lot of boxes. I check a lot of boxes and people ask all the time, well, Joyce, how do you get all that done? Yeah. You know, and, you, and it's really, you know, I've been making calls today and scheduling meetings and appointments and things for next week and week after. And so if someone has said, well, I'm going to send you an invite. But before they send me an invite, just in case, I pop it in my calendar, my Google calendar, because exactly. if not, you know, you, can I, you know, if they, if they don't send it to me or what have you, I may forget. Right. Yeah. So I go ahead and do it right away. And if I tell someone I'm going to send them an invite, you know, like with you, I put the invite in my calendar. Then later I went onto the computer and created the Zoom and things like that. So right. it's, it's so important to be a great manager of time. And I think that's a, a, a gap for a lot of people. Yes, this is very true. So the fact that you figured that out, kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you so and, and I have to tell you, I really um, admire the community service piece of your college journey. Um, a lot of times it's easy to get caught up in our day-to-day -day and what we do, and we forget to reach back out yes. to help someone else and bring someone else in. Yes, exactly. You know, or bring someone else along the journey with us, as mm -hmm. I said, right? Yes, yes. With uh, Girls on the Run, oh, sorry. With Girls on the Run, um, I remember one thing that was probably one of the best things ever in the world. We do it, you know, per semester. So at the end of the semester, I was talking to one of the girls, you know, she was drawing in one of her notebooks and she was like, you know, Jazz, I want to go to Spelman. And that was one of the greatest feelings oh. ever because she's like, she's like 11. And she, I guess she saw me and my co-coach and I guess saw something in us that she wanted to that that's cool. what it's all about right yes and and even if she doesn't go to Spelman if just the fact that you've inspired her to set a goal to attend college yes right yes because we were talking before the podcast and 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 like I said every you don't know what you don't know and you're not exposed to what you're not exposed to exactly which is a reason why I do this podcast because I want other college students to know about the opportunities like going to Spain and I was um, speaking with a young lady last week that did a program in South Korea, right? Mm -hmm. So the fact that you were giving back and she was able to see you um, gave her a goal of, of Spelman. And again, even if she doesn't go to Spelman, in fact, she has a goal of now, I'm going to attend college. I'm going to do what Jasmine did. Exactly. Exactly. So give yourself it's a pat a on the back for that one. Yes, we will do. Thank you. <laughs> 
So, so what have you, um, are you doing now that you're over in Spain? In Spain, um, it's just like a regular semester. So I take, you know, five classes, 15 credit hours, something along those lines. Um, so on top of that, I do um, an internship or an, I'm a digital marketing internship for a website called edit.com. It's a digital startup similar to Canva. They provide different, um, I guess, templates for birthday parties and things of that nature. So I'm part of the digital marketing team within that. And, um, you know, my, I guess my uh, primary job is to spread the word about the business. And, well, thanks um, for spreading the word. Podcast. What is the name of it again? Edit.org. Edit.org. I'll have to look yes. at that because um, I actually, you know, again, you don't know if you don't know. I just uh-huh. found out about Canva because my new manager, um, she put together a media kit for me in Canva. Right. And she uh-huh. sent me a link to go and, and look at it to kind of proofread it and things of that nature. And so that that's awesome. And getting yes. been able to do something at the ground level. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's so beneficial for learning if I ever wanted to start my own business in the future. Yeah. So, you know, I always share people whenever you're working on a startup or a small business or, you know, nonprofit where they don't have a lot of staff you really get to learn more because they need you and they need to have someone cover whatever needs to be done. So what are some of the the things that you have an opportunity to work on that maybe you think you wouldn't have at another intern or, you know, what, what type of responsibility are they giving you? Um, Well, I have two prime um, responsibilities as a digital marketing intern. They have a subset of their, or of their, um, their website that's dedicated to blogs. So what I'm doing is I'm writing blogs that pertain to, um, I guess, templates in their, um, in their, on their website. So um, at first it was a little bit difficult, but I, it, it's developed my creativity within my writing, you know, because you, you, you think, okay, what am I going to write about for templates for birthday parties, but it really, really gets your mind going as to, you know, topics and avenues that you can take your conversation. So that's a really, that's part of um, my responsibilities. Um, And then on top of that, um, on the more um, marketing side, I guess more direct marketing, what I do is I contact other blogs that normally, I guess, do techie comparisons, like, uh, I guess, Apple versus Android, or this versus that, and they do a comparison, which one they like more, pros and cons. So I will be the person who reaches out to these blogs and, I guess, poses the question of them writing an article about us to get our name out in return for maybe a free lifetime premium membership to edit.org's editing services. So um, those are my, yes, those are my two uh, primary jobs. I love that. And I love that, you know, so I recently, it's not out yet, but my team recently had me put together um, top tips of things that you can do to gain experience before leaving college. And of course, internships is one of them. That's the first one. And and I recommend that everyone can do an internship, whether it's a paid, a non-paid, if you're getting college credit for it but do what you can to get out there and gain that type of experience because that's going to look really great on your resume as you exit, you know, college and into the workforce. Yes, yes. Actually, it's 
there was a statistic that I read that um, only 1% of abroad students actually obtain an internship, which is very small because it's, you know, 1% of study abroad students, not 1% of the population, 1% wow. of study abroad students. So it's a great and rare opportunity. Oh, well, it absolutely is. And, and how did you find that opportunity? Um, it was one of the options during my application process, um, getting ready for my study abroad. So um, I just wanted to take advantage of all the opportunities that they offer here. So, you know, the internship, one of them, as well as community service that I will be um, a part of here as well, as soon as they um, drop the places in which I can do community service. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. You're a busy lady, Jasmine Thomas. Thank you. You are very <laughs> My busy. days are so long. Oh, my goodness. I start class. I have to be at class at 8.30, and then I leave at 7.30, like literally oh, 11 my. hours straight. And I'm a commuter student, so it's not like in between classes I could take a nap or something like that. No. I am there <laughs> all <Wow>. day. <laughs> you have to find a spot where you can just, you know, there's like a, a huddle boot or one of those rooms you can reserve yes. and just go in there and, and take a nap. Yes. Oh, I've taken my fair share of naps already. Yeah. But. Well, well, that's good. Yeah. You know, um, before we, we hang up here, is there anything you like to share with your college peers? Um, you know, were there have there been any um, challenges or or just you know a word of advice that you like to share with um, your peers about college life and and opportunities? Um, yes, I actually have two things. Um, as far as one thing that I've learned so far in my study abroad experience is, you know, sometimes you can reluctant to do something because it's foreign you know but it's because it's something that you don't know I was reading one of um, the books that I like and it said that uh, because in the in the face of unfamiliar we become nervous so the you know of course in, in things like in, in situations like this where opportunities such as this arrive our first thought is oh my god no I'm not doing that that's way too much but when you take that leap and you, you just go into it head on, it's so, it is like literally, it's so beneficial to, you know, your growth. Um, being here is a little bit uncomfortable at times, you know, you know, for the, the, the small things, but yes, <laughs> it's the growth. It's the growth. It's, that, it's, it's um, the growth. Exactly. So um, take that leap, whatever it is, take it. And if it, if it ends up being a bad experience, there's, there's always a lesson in good experiences and bad experiences. And there's growth in every single experience. Like they say, um, you don't lose, you learn. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then I guess something that I've learned in my three years of being at my home school, um, I, would, I would have a plan. I would have I wanted to have more of a plan um, because... <laughs> I guess when I when I was on my way to Spelman, everyone was like, oh my God, you're going to Spelman, that's great. Like you must be top tier. And then you get here and you see everyone else that's top tier. And you're like, whoa, let me get my stuff together. People are in 50,000 organizations and 20 community service things and have straight A's. And you're like, oh my God, how do these people do it? But instead of looking at it as intimidation, look at it as motivation. 
and um you know, getting your things together and finding your niche and getting involved in your niche is literally, it's essential to not only college, but life. Absolutely. And that's why um, it's so important to continue to push yourself and to grow and to go into other areas. And, the, you know, there's this old saying about not being the biggest fish in the pond, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're the biggest fish, you may, people may be learning from you, but who are you learning from? Exactly. You know, and you have to continue to be mentored and things as well. And so I love the fact you say, you know, don't allow competition to be your intimidation, but your motivation. Exactly. To be able to excel and and move forward. And, um, you know, and like you say, take that leap. Right. Mm -hmm. To um, to expand of what, you know, I mean, I'm always, you know, sometimes when I get an environment and it's a conference and I, I don't like being with so many people, whatever, but. I always find myself sitting down talking to those one or two people that I should have been in front of. And I learned exactly. so much in that time from them and then been able to keep up and follow up and, and follow their journey. And you're like, oh, well, Joyce, you thought you were doing a lot. Mm-hmm, maybe not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to improve your game a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Ms. Jasmine, I certainly appreciate you um, joining us today on um Let's talk about a hashtag college life. Like I said, this podcast, college students are my favorite people. And this podcast is really to help college students um, through their journey of adulting, learning about different opportunities, um, learning how to overcome challenges. I appreciate um, you sharing. How do they find you? How do they follow you on social media? Um, my Instagram handle is at J-A-Z-M-I-N-E, Monet. An M-O-N-E-T with an underscore at the end. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys heard it to follow Jasmine on Instagram and yep, follow her journey. I'm sure she's going to post some great pictures of Spain um, yes. for us. And again, you know, for me, I am Joyce Johnson, author, speaker, sales champion, and coach. I can be found at I am Joyce Johnson on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And please visit my website, um, to purchase my books, to hear this podcast and other podcasts, or to listen to any of my sales tips. And that addresses www.iamjoycejohnson.com. Make it a great day.